Jay Gurudev. Today we will continue reading My Life, Its Legacy and Message by Pandit Shiram Sharma Acharya. Visible Attainments of Sadhana Accumulation of worldly possessions and riches is automatically reflected in a person's nature, attitude, and conduct. A healthy person looks strong and beautiful. Affluent persons are full of pomp and show. Intelligence of a man is reflected in his speech, conduct, and behavior. In the same way, when spiritual treasure is amassed, its impact becomes apparent. Sadhana is bound to result in siddhi, which means extraordinary achievements. Even ordinary persons attain success by dint of their industriousness and resources, but the success attained in the spiritual field is exemplary and unique and it cannot be attained by solitary efforts of an ego-centered person. It is a matter of deep lament that spirituality has been degenerated to the level of jugglery by quacks and people mistake mere conjurer's tricks as proofs of spiritual attainments. An acrobat displays his acrobatic feats so that people may be dazzled, amazed, and surprised. He thus gets tumultuous applause and earns money. But none of these feats fulfill the purpose of doing any public good. It is simply a means to earn a livelihood. There are several persons amongst the so-called saints who by showing such magical stunts strut about as persons of great spiritual attainment. Simple people are often heard having been cheated by some persons by raising a hand in the air and producing cardamom, sweetmeats, etc., or professing to possess the power of doubling the currency notes. It is foolish on the part of the common people that they are unable to distinguish siddhis of the spiritual plane from mere jugglery and miraculous stunts. It is essential to understand the fundamental difference between the lifestyle, morality, and daily routine of a siddha purusas or a saint, and those who are mere jugglers or acrobats. Sadhana, which leads to siddhi, means undertaking specific tasks which are related to the overall welfare of mankind and which are so great and extensive that a person cannot accomplish them single-handed through his own strength and efforts. Still, there are people who have enough courage who go ahead and ultimately accomplish aims which initially appeared to be unattainable. In due course, they get people's participation also. Spiritually, awakened souls move ahead, even in the absence of resources and cooperation and believe in rowing alone their boat across the river with the help of self-confidence and faith in God. Ordinary people have a different mentality. They undertake a work only after they are convinced of getting resources and others' cooperation. Siddha, persons engaged in sadhana, have been accomplishing great tasks. This is the miracle of their siddhi. To initiate a movement for independence, Samarth Guru Ramdas inspired a Maratha boy and placed him at the forefront. Buddha launched a worldwide ethical awakening movement to eradicate corruption and spread it throughout Asia. Satyagraha movement started by Gandhi with the help of a handful of persons by preparing salt at Dhurusana spread throughout the country. Everybody knows how extensive and successful was the Bhutan movement which was started by uh, Vinoba. Scouting, Red Cross, and similar other movements have initially started on small scales and steadily spread worldwide. Vanasthali Balika Vidyapit of Rajasthan, 
Baba Amte's Save Sadhan for persons suffering from leprosy are shining examples of such works. There have been several instances where availability of expertise, resources, and cooperation was almost negligible in the beginning, but by the sheer strength of will of the pioneer, the momentum of the movement was kept up, and the work continued moving forward with whatever resources and cooperations were available. Thus, behind the fulfillment of righteous purses, one can have a glimpse of the process of attainment of Siddhi by Sadhana. One will not be disappointed if he finds out Siddhis attained by me as a result of Sadhana. In the beginning, people termed it as foolhardiness and warned me that I would be laughed at and ridiculed, but I had unflinching faith in God who had inspired me to take up that work in hand. Determination to do work for public good and firm faith that it would be backed by divine help will provide strength of perseverance to a person who is free from greed and allurements. When the energy of sadhana matured in the form of siddhi, it was decided to channelize it in fulfilling timely needs. The work was started. It appeared as if everything was pre-planned. Several persons in the beginning termed it as sheer madness and misadventure, but when all these efforts started bearing fruit, they conceded that it was the Siddhi of Sadhana. All of these acts of madness are summed up below. Number 1. Taking a pledge at the age of 15 to perform 24 Gayatri Mahapurusha Charanas along with several self-imposed restraints for 24 years and fulfilling it without faltering. Number 2. By the way of Purna Ahuti, a Sahastra Kundi Yagya was performed at Madhura in 1958, in which four lakhs Gayatri Sadhaks were invited, and all of them attended. Arrangements were made for their stay, food, and etc. for five days free of charge. A huge Yagya Sala, stage, and bundle were erected, and seven temporary townships within a radius of seven miles were set up. Lakhs of rupees were spent without begging a single paisa, and the whole function was celebrated smoothly without any interruption or disorder. Ancestral property was sold, and a grand building of Gayatri Tapabhumi was built at Madura. Later, it developed into a huge center of ethical, moral, and spiritual education of the masses through the help voluntarily given by the people, for which no appeal was made. Akhanjyoti magazine is being published regularly since 1937, without accepting any advertisements. The weekly Harijan, published by Gandhiji, had to be discontinued when it became non-viable. At present, one and a half lakh copies of Akhanjyoti are being published, and each issue is being read by several persons. Its readers are not less than a million. Ancient spiritual and religious literature has been translated into Hindi and absolutely low-priced books incorporating spiritual principles applicable in practical life have been published in large numbers. Some of them have also been translated into other Indian languages. These books have enlightened millions of people who have read them. That is the fifth problem. Number six, Gayatri Parivar has been established, which is spearheading. Pragya Abhiyan Yugirman Yojana for the growth of righteous tendencies and attitudes in the society. 7. Regular training is being imparted according to prescribed curriculum to Yugshilpi Pragyaputras in regular camps in self-development and development of the society. 
sadhana camps of 10 days, each are being held for Gayatri sadhaks free of cost. Number 8. Brahma Varchas Research Institute has been established to conduct research for integration of science and spirituality. High-level research on Yagyopati and the great power of Gayatri Mantra are being conducted here. The work of conducting new research on the ancient science of medicinal herbs initiated by Charakrishi has also been taken up. The broken links of the ancient astronomical science are also being discovered anew. 2,400 Pragyapitas and 12,000 Pragyashanstans have been established for moral, intellectual, and social rejuvenation and revitalization. Efforts are being made to spread Yugantharya Chetna amongst migrants of Indian origin and 75 foreign countries. A new center has been established for the in-depth study of various languages and cultures of the world so that the message of the advent of the new golden era could be brought home to the people of the world at large. For the present, publicly squads are being deputed in jeeps to Hindi, Gujarati, Oriya and Marathi speaking regions, but they will soon be sent to all parts of the country to strengthen the roots of righteousness, enlightenment and unity. Number 11. Publicity is being done through the medium of tape recorders and slide projectors. It will now be done by video films also. Number 12. The message of Pragya Abhiyan is being spread through folders in many languages for creating an awareness of the emerging new higher consciousness in humanity. Number 13. Four volumes of Pragya Purana have been published. Efforts are afoot to publish them in other languages, and its tapes are also being prepared. Through the medium of stories and tales in Pragya Purana, an effort has been made to provide guidance to the common masses for meeting the day-to-day -day challenges and problems of present-day life righteously, boldly, and wisely. Number 14. Not less than 1,000 guests, pilgrims, and trainees are in residence at Shantikunja at one time. They are provided free board and lodging. They return after taking prasad with deepened faith in and respect for the mission's activities. Many persons come to Gayatri Tirtha, Shantikunja, and perform Anishthan Sadhana. This has helped them in their inner self-growth in getting rid of evil tendencies and molding their lives in accordance with perennial principles of truth. These positive orientations in their personalities have been scientifically verified at the Brahma Varchas Research Institute. It can be well imagined how much labor, concentration, manpower, and resources must have been needed to accomplish so huge a task. The fact is that the invisible power of only one individual has been in operation for accomplishment of all these stupendous tasks. The method of begging money or raising funds through contributions was never adopted. Everybody knows what pressures and persuasions are required to be used in collecting money these days. But here, everything has been done voluntarily, on the basis of cooperation. This is the only mission which functions on the basis of individual contribution of 10 paisa in Gyan Ghat and a handful of food grains in Dharmagat per day by the devotees. Everybody who contributes this insignificant amount feels a sense of belonging to the institution, which is functioning by his help and cooperation. The organizers are also ever so cautious to spend every paisa after careful condition consideration. Thus, an intimate relationship of cordiality and of close affinity is established between the members and the organization. 
This is the secret behind the success of this mission. No other organization has as many selfless, trusted, and contented workers of great caliber as are found here. Everyone associated with this organization has tested it and firmly believes that the soul of a Brahmana is luminously at work here. Millions of people had abandoned their homes and had become the disciples, Parivjaraj, of Buddha. Those who participated in Gandhi's Satyagraha did not ask for any remuneration. Similarly, Pragyabhiyan is the rare example of an organization in which thousands of highly qualified full-time workers are working for the mere mission on food and clothes. It is indeed a unique miracle wrought by the divine energy of Siddhi through which so many people, manpower, money, resources, and spontaneous cooperation are at large flowing to the mission. I had to go to the Himalayas a number of times in the past in the direction of my Gurudev for performing sadhana in solitude. People link these journeys with something miraculous. They believe that the Himalayas are the abode of miracle-performing things and realized souls. In fact, I had to go to the Himalayas to become more introvert. The exterior life of a person is dominated by outer events, but his inner life is influenced by feelings and sentiments. An illumined mind and a loving heart constitute spirituality. The rat race for gratification of desires and amassing of material objects is materialism. Since I have dedicated my whole life to demonstrate life-affirming spirituality while outwardly leading a normal worldly life, it became essential for me to occasionally retire into solitude, with a view to nullify any influence of materialism on the exterior life. An effort was made during my Agyatavas, living in solitude in an unknown place in the Himalayas, to bring the soul as close to God as possible. The most important aim was the cultivation of elevated, sublime feelings and sentiments which do not need the support of persons, resources, and favorable circumstances. In whatever circumstances one may be placed, the mental makeup has to be so molded that it may be possible to visualize the deeper reality beneath the facade of superficial phenomenon. It is then that one feels immense joy and bliss and is able to see and visualize the presence of God everywhere. Those who have an occasion to read my book, Colleagues in Solitude, must have understood how one can have the experience of Sat, Chit, and Ananda by living a divinely inspired life. This is also a Siddhi. I always remain deeply absorbed in happiness and bliss like God living in heaven, although apparently I am leading an ordinary life of the world. End of chapter 10. Jai Gurudev.